This episode of Six Pennies Podcast is brought to you by our friends at Avignon Realty. If you're a real estate agent located in Houston, Dallas, Austin, really anywhere in Texas, check out Avignon Realty to provide you support and infrastructure so you can be a successful agent. Avignon Realty also offers a 100% commission plan, which is a great offer. So by joining Avignon Realty, you'll be given one-on-one performance coaching and all the tools at your disposal to be able to work remotely, and you'll get mentoring by a team of experienced brokers. You can reach uh, Van Din, the owner of Avignon Realty, at 469-951-3585. And if you mention Six Pennies Podcast, the first month's brokerage free will be waived. Is that right, Albie, or is it more than a month? I think the the cash value of that is upwards of $300. So wow. I forgot if it's a month or three months, but I just know it's 300 plus. 300 bucks, not bad. Once again, that's Avignon Realty, and you can contact Vanden at 469-951-3585. All right, guys, we're here. Six Pennies Podcast is back. All six pennies are on the line for the most important <laughs> type of podcast. <laughs> it's basketball time. That's right. The only way to get everybody here is when the Warriors go down 3-1. <laughs> How's it going? Great day. Great day. Dude, I can't believe the Warriors lost both home games. We are recording this Friday night, 11 p.m. Central Time. The Warriors just finished blowing game four after losing game three. The Raptors are now one game away from being champions. Drake is one game away from being a champion. Mock, how are you <laughs> feeling? Ugh. I'm with you. Uh, I listened to the past co- podcast where you talked about the finals, and I'm with you, man. I used to hate Drake, but uh, oh. he's 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 entertaining now, man. Oh. Like I, I'm 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 <laughs> off of I'm off of the hate wagon. Do you like Clay now too, like Albie and I? Oh no, no, that that will never happen. Clay's the only guy that showed up to Game Four, and he can barely walk. I give him. He's the best role player of all time. Yes. Go. The yeah. best. The greatest support player in the history of the NBA. Thank yeah. you, Buck. In the history, yeah. Uh, Albie, how are you doing so far? I'm doing great, man. Like I said, I can't believe the Dubs lost both home games. I'm hoping that was the last game ever in the Oracle. Isn't that crazy? It would be crazy if that's the case. I picked Raptors in six. Albie picked Raptors in seven. All of us would be totally fine with Raptors in five, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the series is not over. I mean, we've seen 3-1 comebacks before, obviously, but it doesn't look good for the Warriors. Like, they have not looked very sharp the last couple games, and honestly, the Raptors seem like they're getting whatever they want after a miserable first quarter, and really, like, I, I feel like it should have been a blowout already. Uh, they just clawed their way back into it, and I, I actually missed most of the comeback. I was busy trying to put my son to sleep. Um but, you know, when I tuned back in, it was just, they were just getting whatever they wanted all over the court. Um, what did I miss, guys? The second, third quarter, kind of the middle when they started coming back? Well, the third quarter was owned by Kawhi, the Claw Leonard. I think he had 17 or 21, something absurd. I was watching it on mute because I also was putting down my baby. But Kawhi just made shot after shot at the end of the third there. And, I mean, guess which team was the last team that took the Warriors to the brink of one, or took the Warriors to 1-3. Uh, we're all drawing a blank here. 3-1 to the Warriors. 3-1, yes. Oh, KD. Oh, Spurs? <laughs> oh, yes. yeah, that's right, KD. 2016 KD. How I 20, feels like so long ago, man. 2015 KD. 
had to be 15, yeah, because he... Wait, 15 or... No, it is 16. Uh, 16. 2016 Yeah. Because yeah. he won with them in 17 and 18. Man, that's crazy. Um, okay, so... Ibaka, Ibaka was on both teams, so yeah, now he's uh, trying to get his revenge. That's amazing. <laughs> Man, I told you Ibaka was important. I, I, I thought he was going to be more important than Siakam. Actually, I ended up with a decent line, but I, I don't know, guys. I... I haven't watched Siakam play that much. Do you guys feel like he's like really good, or is he just like very active and happens to be in the right places at the right time, making some super low shots? basketball IQ? Yeah, yeah. super. Yeah, he does not seem to be that good. I I feel like we play pickup with with guys like that who are just all over the court, the Corey Brewer type. <laughs> um, you know, who happens to be in the right place, super long, like dude. Don't, you can't put him in the same category as Corey Brewer. That's just disrespectful, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to whom? Come on, man. <laughs> I mean, Corey Brewer did have a 50-point game. so I'll Yeah, man. But Siakam, no, no, I, I, Siakam's legit. <laughs> I know. I, I know. I'm just saying, like, but that kind of style where you're just very active, more like a, I guess, like the young Ken, Kenneth Fareed kind of thing, just all over the place, grabbing rebounds, little putbacks, little floaters. Yeah. He doesn't seem he, to be that good. He has more of an offensive game than Kenneth Freed, but I I know where you're trying to get at. I would say though his type of style is inconsistent. Like where it's not it's never gonna be like a top tier elite player, but he, he will have games like game one and game four tonight. So as long as they have a solid number one in Kawhi, I think they're fine. Yeah. And they just got so many good role players. It really did. I, I mean, they lost Fred in the fourth, and Kyle played. Like, Mock and I were just texting the entire second half there, and he was like, well, we what we need right now is a smart Kyle Lowry 10-minute performance here. And, and Lowry pulled through. Amazing shots, amazing passes, good defense. Just, just veterans who know what exactly what needs to be done. Exactly. Larry, like, it does not show in the box score because he was, um, he did not shoot well from the field, but I, I felt like he was making a lot of great passes, hockey assists, and uh, playing good D on, on Steph. Yeah, the thing with the the Raptors, like, game three, I don't know about you guys, but I was so annoyed watching that game. Uh, I just felt like the Raptors didn't put them away. Kind of a similar feeling to this game for the Warriors. Like, the Warriors probably felt like they should have been up 25 in the first half. And they didn't. They didn't pull away. They let Kawhi hit a couple late threes and, and pull them back in the into the game in the first half. Uh, but the Raptors last game, I, I give I give Steph credit for hitting big shots, but it was just dumb foul after dumb foul turnovers. It's just it was a sloppy game that shouldn't have been that close. Like that, it should have been over at halftime. Yeah. What What are you guys watching? I'm just listening to Drake. Is that okay? <laughs> that is more than okay drake is awesome but before we move on um this episode is also brought to you by our friends at tasty tales richardson texas so albie you didn't get to go there tonight because you're putting amelia down huh correct i wasn't there tonight but i wish i was i mean i'm sure it was a party there at tasty tales great place to watch games great place to get a, a delicious beverage happy hour monday to friday from 3 to 7 p.m um open late on fridays and saturdays they got special drink specials every day. And I think they still got crawfish specials, right? On Tuesdays, five ninety nine a pound. Yes, Michelle definitely wanted us to highlight that they still have fresh crawfish even in June. Check them out. Tuesdays, five dollar ninety nine cents per pound. You're right. 
And the best thing is it's not actually five ninety nine a pound. If you mention Six Pains podcast, you get fifteen percent off your dine in order. Fifteen percent oh. off at Tasty Tales Richardson. Thanks for sponsoring us once again. Um, Albie, are you just gonna keep that playing the rest of the podcast or what? Yeah, I'm just gonna play Drake for the next two hours here. Um wow. are you guys wow. I don't know if you guys are, are on Twitter right now, but are you guys seeing some of these videos at the Oracle? Like Toronto fans are everywhere. Uh, no, I'm not. I, 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 I heard them. I heard them more in Game Three. But yeah, there's so a like lot game, of them. Yeah, at the end of Game Four, obviously they're all celebrating. They all went down, and it, it's almost like the entire lower bowl. Oh wow! It's, wow! It's Raptors red and purple. It's pretty impressive, man. We the North, man. All the Canadians. That is impressive. I have a friend from Toronto who lives in the Bay Area. Maybe she's over there. Let's talk about ramifications here. Obviously, the series is not over. It's 3-1. Anything can happen. I don't think KD's ever come back from 3-1, but that's a different story. But KD, does this mean he's staying? Does does this mean he's leaving? Kawhi Leonard, if they win, does does this mean he's staying or leaving? Also, there's Clay. There's other guys as well. So, Timmy, I'll start with you and and Kevin Durant. If they were to lose Game 5... Toronto wins the ship. Kevin Durant doesn't play a minute at all in the finals. What do you think is going to happen with him? I think he's gone no matter what. I, I don't think anything here has changed the situation. If anything, you know, them losing would, would make him leave maybe even more. If he comes back in game five and they lose, he's definitely leaving. If he comes <laughs> back, I, I guess only if he comes back and they win the next three games, then... He might still leave, you know, then he'll go out on top. Like, I, I feel like there's there's no scenario here where KD would stay. Am I wrong, Mock? No, I, I think he's gone. I, I think he's he's soft, man. So I think the past three years have really gotten him in his feelings, uh, obviously on Twitter. And I think he's kind of past this point. Uh, you know, there are talks earlier in the year with, with the Warriors locker room, Draymond having beef with him for a little bit. And and I think he's just done. I think he's come in, did he what he wanted to do in terms of you know finals MVPs, a couple of ships to get that out of the way, and then now he's looking for a spot to like finally call his own. You know, he, he's never really had that before. Maybe early early Sonics, but yeah, even even on OKC, he was he was arguably the better player, but it wasn't necessarily his team. You know. Yeah, Albie, you agree? Man, Timmy, I don't know, but that is a really big. That was really big with what what Mock said because Mock never really lit, you know reads into what's going on in locker rooms or free agent rumors and things like that. So this is, I don't know. I've known Mock now for fifteen years. This is a really big deal for me. <laughs> um, so Mock, you you think he's gone? So right now the hottest rumor is Kyrie really wants to go to Brooklyn and he's really? trying his damnest to convince KD to join him do you think he's going there or somewhere else I see Brooklyn Brooklyn is in a good spot man like they just traded away their worst contract Alan Crabb this this past week and got back a pretty good piece uh, in Torian Prince Jr and they've opened up two slots possibly I just feel kind of bad for D'Angelo Russell I don't even like the guy but he, he had a great year all-star year and then now he might not get a contract there again or he not, might not get resigned if if they're able to bring in two guys like katie and and kyrie 
Yeah, I mean, Russell, I think, is is almost definitely gone unless they strike out completely in free agency because there's so many names that they can go for now with the two max slots that are better than him. Uh, whether it is KD or Kawhi or Kyrie or Clay, I don't know, go on down the list, trying to trade for Anthony Davis somehow. There's there's really not much of a pathway for the, for him to stay or for them to need him. Albert, where do you think KD should go? Well... I'm kind of biased because I'm a, I'm a big LeBron guy, but I would love for them to team up. If he doesn't join the Lakers, then if, if we're talking in all honesty, if he wants to build like this legacy past basketball off the court, then it's either L.A. or New York. Yeah, I it, see. I see no York. scenario. Yeah, I see no scenario where he goes to L.A. Yeah, he's not <laughs> going to play with. He's not playing with LeBron. What about I mean, the Clippers? No Clippers. No, I, I don't think so. I, I think KD's going to, to the Knicks, and I think it's I think he's already been going there for a long time. Like You hear people oh, talking about it in the media. Man. There's so many media people that just like talk about it. They're like, oh, I think he's going there. So these media so people th- know know a lot of stuff. They just can't break yeah. news. You know, like they so hear I, it from so I, many I agree. people. It means something. I agree, because I think I agree that I think he wants to go there, and I think he's always wanted to go there all year. But it's different when... The, you know the clock hits twelve and you have to make a decision. And yeah. I don't th- I don't think AD I don't know. I feel like he's just not mentally strong enough to handle uh you know an environment like New York. Like he would instantly regret it the day he signs it. <laughs> and yeah, that won't be a good team. Mind. That won't be a good team. No it won't. Like that they'll they'll probably sneak into the playoffs in the East, but I mean there's there's no one else there. Well, I mean, the the idea is that it's not just going to be him, right? It's going to be him and Kemba or him and somebody else. Kemba, I would love to see Kemba in, in a Knicks jersey. Um, I would love to see Kemba with any other good player. Like, his second best player this year was, what, Cody Zeller? Jeremy Lamb? Like, <laughs> Jeremy Lamb, yeah. <laughs> give, give me somebody who's who's, dec- who's an all-star or borderline all-star. Why um, wouldn't Kemba take the 200 mil? Yeah, I, I don't. Now that he's eligible for 200 mil, there's no reason why he wouldn't take it. Like, if it were you, any of us, like, he only made, what, 40 million in his last contract? He's, he should definitely take, um, it's the, a big, it's max. a big difference. I know, I know, like, max contracts in general is life changing and generational changing, but we're talking like 200 compared to what, 140? Yeah. It's, it's a huge, huge difference because it's extra year and they can, Give a higher percentage of the cap. Huge, man. That's a lot of money. Basically, the difference between the two maxes is more than what he's made in his career. It's true. So you really are just going to play Drake the entire time. Okay. Um, Well, I uh, going to Kawhi though. I I feel like if he if they win, he's going to stay. Do you guys feel the same way, or do you think he's really going just going to leave and go to the Clippers? Man, I think he's going to stay. Dang, really? But again, think, like this is just Kawhi is by far the most like you you can't read him. He's the most unreadable <laughs> guy in the league. Like, <laughs> don't you think it's like way more sick for your legacy to just be on a team for one year, win, and then leave? Like you're gonna be you know quote unquote a god in Canada for the rest of your life. Oh, yeah, so he's already that, peaked at that point. Yeah. Do you think Kawhi cares or? knows maybe, that or maybe Kawhi doesn't care but I'll, I'll let you know this like those uh toronto billionaires or whatever like buying him a 
high-rise condo and free food and all that, Kawhi definitely doesn't care about that stuff. No, he doesn't. <laughs> it's it's incredible because they're offering him all sorts of stuff. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, can you read him? I, I don't know. Can you read a blank sheet of paper? I, I can't. <laughs> Jeez, man. Why do you hate Kawhi so much? Like, Kawhi's amazing. He the way his style is just so strange with Toronto. Like they're moving so fast and like free flowing. Like Marcus All wants people to cut and and pass it all around. And then Kawhi gets the ball and he just kind of like dribbles around and waits and then shoots like a pull up three or pull up mid range jumper and just makes it. But it just seems so counterintuitive to like what Lowry and Marcus All are trying to do. I mean, it works, right? Yeah, MVP. He's gonna he's gonna win it. Yeah, he's definitely, you're right, he's definitely the front runner now for the finals MVP. Going into tonight, I think if the Warriors won, obviously it would have been Steph just because of his 47-point performance in Game 3. Um, but he had a terrible shooting game tonight, and I think he just gave it away. Yeah, Steph, Steph definitely no-showed tonight. I mean, he, I, I know people make excuses for him all the time. I'm sure he was tired, though. He played what, 45 minutes a couple games ago and just scored all their points. So, well, I mean, well, his, his box score to, doesn't look bad. Welcome to superstardom. You're supposed to carry your team and play 45 minutes in the playoffs. I mean, ask Harden, Kawhi, yeah. LeBron. I mean, that's what a superstar is supposed to do. I was just looking up contracts real quick. Let's talk about Clay. So, you guys both love Clay now. Or, or Timmy, I don't think you ever hated him, right? No, I never hated him. Um, I, I just really like him now. And apparently Albie didn't, hasn't hated him for a couple of years either. I didn't know that. Yeah, he went to the dark side a year and a half ago. Clay, is there any way he leaves? If they don't give him the max contract, if they try to mess with him and like get him to take a discount, I think he might leave. Why wouldn't, why wouldn't their front office give him a max contract? Like, Why is that even a discussion right now? I don't know. Haven't they asked people to take discounts before? They 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 just gave Steph the two twenty contract. I mean, they originally didn't even give KD a max. Yeah, he's not on max right now. Jeez. Yeah. So if if let's say Clay doesn't get offered max by GS and the Lakers give him max, would he go to LA then? Wow, you are just all over the Lakers, huh? I thought I thought you wanted him on the Mavs. He's I, never going to Dallas. He's a West Coast guy. He's going to stay in the Bay Area or Southern California. Yeah. I could definitely see Clay on the Lakers, unfortunately. Ooh. I mean, he would be, he would really be the greatest role player next to LeBron. It'd be incredible. I mean, he, already, he already is, man. He already there. Is. His dad played there. His dad is a yeah. broadcaster there now. Like, it's true. I mean, just go, just go home to the Lakers, man. <laughs> <laughs> sign, I, sign with. Sign with the Lakers, and then um, what's his name? Palinka would do the AD trade, and it's over. What What do you guys think is happening with Anthony Davis? Do you think he really is going to get traded to? I don't know. I, who could he get traded to at this point? Everybody has has uh, either assets or cap space, and they want him. I think it's Lakers or Celtics. It's It's going to be one of those two. They have, but the, the Celtics. So I, I think the Celtics have the best offer, but do you think AD would sign there? Yeah. I mean, Jeez. the the Celtics wouldn't make that trade unless they have like an under-table guarantee of that, right? Yeah, but I mean, I think the rumor was that they only felt, or they felt confident about that because he would be coming there with, and Kyrie staying there. But Kyrie, now that 
we all think that he is he's basically gone. I, I don't know if they'll feel as confident about AD staying there. Kyrie doesn't make them better, man. I guess that's a right, separate that, discussion, but yeah, that yeah, that that's not the discussion. It's more that he's friends with Anthony Davis, and I think that they would want to play together. Wait, no. sorry, what about Kyrie? Well, I was saying Kyrie doesn't make them better, but Timmy's saying that him and uh, AD are really good friends. You mean on the Lakers or in general in Boston? In Boston, in Boston. like that's the draw for uh, for Kyrie's AD not Kyrie's here. not coming back. Yeah, yeah, we know he's not coming back. At- Albie, you got to listen to the conversation, bro. Like, there's zero percent that Kyrie is going back to Boston. Yeah, I th- I think um, the Celtics probably have the best offer for Davis. I I guess the assumption though is that they would give up Tatum and picks. Is that right? If you're the Celtics, do you do that deal? It's a big I, deal. It's like Tatum, Smart, maybe Brown and picks. Well, that's a big thing if it's Tatum and Brown. I haven't heard that. I thought it was always. Tatum was the one that they would have to give up, along with obviously picks. But I think if I were the Celtics, I mean, Danny Ainge would just go for it, right? Just, just go, just try it out, see if he'll stay, and it seems like it's worth the risk for them. Although he had a down year, I, I still think it's, you know, it's still Jason Tatum. Like he's still like twenty years old. Yeah, yeah. Think, thinking it through, like Tatum. I mean, that's a couple more years of him on his rookie contract too. I mean, which is pretty big. Do you like that deal more than Clippers giving Shea Gilgis Alexander and Shamit and I think they have like a really good like Memphis pick next year or something like that? I think it was reported today that uh, SGA is untradeable. <laughs> That's no, how can, okay. I mean, you can say somebody's untradeable. Well, I mean, I, I'm very high on, on Gillis Alexander. You are? Yeah, like yeah. I mean, he he seems. I think he's gonna be very good, but that doesn't. Untradeable is is not the right word. I mean, if I somebody. See, I don't know. I see a lot of Andrew offered, Wiggins in his game. Oh, ouch! But he actually Andrew plays Wiggins defense. in his game. So back to the finals. Uh, realistically speaking, are you guys sticking with your six and seven predictions? It's either five or seven for me, but I'll stick with my seven. I don't really care. I, I think yeah. any of those any of those would be outstanding, and I, I'm happy to be wrong about this one. Five or seven is totally fine. Well, we didn't get a pod with you before the finals, but were you actually picking the Raptors, or did you just hope? Uh, I put them at about like 45-55 to win. 45%. Uh, so you had probably, yeah. probably more like Warriors in seven or something. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. have money on, on the Raptors oh. winning the, winning it all from way back. But Whoa. yeah, what from like the. did you get? Plus 900. Yeah, this is, this is after they lost Whoa. game one to the Magic. How much money did you uh, put on? Not there? enough. I only put 20 nice. bucks on there. Yeah. It's <laughs> pretty nice. So on a scale from 1 to 10, how confident are you that the Raptors are going to pull this off? I'll be eager first. If KD is not playing Monday, it's 9 out of 10 confidence. That's very high. It's 9 out of 10. Yeah, if KD's not not playing, I'd probably give myself an 8.5. But if KD is playing, I have no idea what what could happen. KD's done, man. KD's not playing. I agree. Yeah, I agree. He's not playing. It, it there's no winning situation for him unless he really believes he can win three straight games. Because Timmy, you're right. You you mentioned this early on the pod. If he comes back for game five and they lose, like 
what's what's the what's the win in that? Especially if he plays poorly because he's I don't know, like six weeks out now with Russ and he's not a hundred percent. There's just not a win win situation for him. And if you take KD out of the equation, and I've been talking to a couple of friends about this the last few days, I just think from top to bottom, the Raptors team is better. I just think, especially Definitely. especially with Clay under 100% and Boogie not even close to where he is, um, the Raptors are just better. And I've never felt that Kerr was a good coach, and I think he's getting outcoached this series. And I think it's going to happen again in Game 5. I, Mark, what about you? I'm I agree with that. Raptors are better in, without KD uh, from a talent, top to bottom talent standpoint, right? So the depth is yeah. definitely lacking for the Warriors. But I would say the thing that annoys me most, even backing the Raptors in the series, is that they play dumb. Like the Warriors play smarter, you know, top to bottom. Like they they make fewer mistakes for the most part. So that today was. A weird game where they had like almost 20 turnovers throwing the ball all over the place but the raptors you know game one game two game three game four they're still doing these really dumb fouls with the warriors in the bonus and not closing out enough uh, on pick and rolls it's it's a, it's a little things you know you expect more from a great defense like the raptors have one to ten i guess i'm like a seven eight wow we're i mean we're all pretty confident like it, we have Raptors can go Four easily go for like six minutes without scoring. Unfortunately, yeah, that's what they did in the first quarter. Yeah, but I mean, it, that's okay. Like they have, as long as it's early in the game, like they had plenty of time to come back. And like, like Albie said, it's that, or maybe Mox said, it's just that depth is too much. And the the Warriors know this. Like that was the sacrifice they made by by obviously by getting Durant. Like that's something you have to do, but. You know, their supporting cast after their top six are just n- never going to be that great just because they don't have the money to do it. They don't have just the, the ways to get those those role players that the Raptors were able to get. So I agree with Mox saying um, the, the Raptors just play very dumb or they make a lot of mistakes. And I think a lot of that is due to the fact that they've never been here. Outside of Kawhi, they've never been on a stage this big. So you're going to see... Come guys on, like, Danny Green? I mean, Danny Green... Had a lot of stupid fouls tonight on Steph in the second <laughs> yeah. half. But you're going to have guys like Siakam. I mean, they're leaning on Siakam and Van Fleet and things like, and young guys like that. And so you're going to see mistakes. I think the lack of experience and the fact that they're young actually plays to their advantage in situations like this. Hmm. They're just Not, naive. Yeah, they're yeah. sometimes they're naive to the moment and they just play their game. What, Even though it might be reckless, but that's just their game. So if you had to name like one player or, or coach, I guess, uh, who have you been most impressed with this series? Like who has surprised you the most? So you guys both know that I'm very low on Kyle Lowry in the playoffs. And yeah. even leading up to the finals, he didn't have like a great postseason. But he's really, really impressed me. I think during our pod, Timmy, I was like, if Lowry can just play... I think I said 80 or 85% to yeah. Steph Curry's effectiveness and be the second or third best player in the series, then I think they have a legitimate shot. And outside of Curry's 47-point game, I think Larry's outplayed him twice, and the other game would be a draw. Obviously, obviously the numbers are not going to be comparable, but it's effectiveness on the court. And I think 
Lowry's been more effective than Steph outside of the last game. Remember when you said Lowry needed to get a 25-6-6 six, and six to win finals <laughs> MVP and, and for the Raptors to win it? I mean, they just have so many role players. So I, I don't know who's my the person I'm most impressed with. I, I think it's just Kawhi. I mean, all the other guys, like, I, I think I know who they are. And I, I know that they're, they, like, Danny Green came up big. Siakam obviously had game one. Um, you mentioned Lowry already. But, I mean, Kawhi is just incredible. Like, he doesn't miss free throws, first of all. I, I don't think he was always like that. He's, like, in, awesome on defense. He makes pull-up threes now, which he definitely did not do a couple of years ago when I was watching him. So, I think Kawhi's the guy. What's even more impressive is he's changed his game a bit this finals just because of his injury. Or at least that's what I think. Like, he's he's not able to get that burst off his leg anymore because he's he's kind of dragging it along. So he, he's having to, quote-unquote, settle for longer jumpers, but he's able to still get that separation, which is pretty impressive. For me, the guy... I'm, I'm going to give Nick Nurse some props, man. Nick nice. Nurse... He hasn't been great. Like, I'm not putting him in the upper echelon of coaches in NBA history or anything, but he is one of the few that I've seen recently that have been able to make these in-game adjustments. And yeah. and that's impressive. Like, he's doing stuff on the fly, uh, like, possession-by-possession possession basis, depending on he's looking at the lineups, looking at who's out there. And he's he's just – you can tell his mind is spinning the whole game. He's not just sitting back there and, like, clapping or, like, you know, letting the players do their thing. Uh, looking at you, D'Antoni. I think he's he's actually he's coaching, and it's 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 very nice to see. All right, well, we'll see what happens. I think we are all pulling for the Raptors, as you can all hear. We're hoping for the best. Please uh, let us know on Facebook. Leave us a message and, and let us know what you think. Are the Warriors going to come back and, and take it from three one, or are the Raptors going to finally close it out? And Canada and Drake will be champions. Um, leave us a review on iTunes. Thank you so much for joining us, and have a good night. Hey, if the Warriors come back from 3-1... Oh, my God. What, what you, is it? No. Are you, no. <laughs> are you guys joining me to not watch the NBA next year? Yeah, man, I didn't really watch it this year. Oh, man, if they come back 3-1... No, I, no, I'll still watch, unfortunately. 